I'm laughing because you still seem uncomfortable with it. Uh, so I've convinced uh, my wife back as she's rolling her eyes at me <laughs> for another episode of Surviving the Spectrum and um, trying to figure out a topic to talk about. And uh, one thing that came up is eloping, which I didn't know. I, I felt like eloping was just about two people, two kids running off and getting married. But eloping is also what? Basically, your child running off when they get... It's usually not just that they run away. It's that something scares them, something makes them uncomfortable, something startles them, or they're just frustrated. And for some reason, running away from you makes them feel better hmm. or at least that's how it seems because he does it a lot our child elopes a lot which i don't like i just say run off he, he runs <laughs> he runs like somebody's chasing him and then starts laughing once he realizes you're trying to get him so he's eloping because he's frustrated and then he starts laughing because he likes to be chased and he thinks it's funny. And I can't tell you how much that pisses me off even more. <laughs> and I can't stop chasing him because if he gets lost, I don't want somebody to take him. There, are, These people out here are crazy. There's, oh, Lord. Whatever. You, we, we already know. There are yes. so many videos of people kidnapping yes, little kids yes, in freaking stores. And yes. I don't have time for it. Yes. But the... In, in all actuality, the possibility of the, the chances of that happening are low. I just want you to know that. Yes, but with a child on with, of special needs, the chances go high. Just so you know. Okay, but even those at those higher chances, the chance, the actual chances, just calm down. <laughs> uh, Needless to say, this is the reason why I typically do not take him anywhere without. My ABA therapist. I don't know if you guys know this, but your ABA therapist is wait, allowed wait, to go back out up, with you. Wait, back up. What is an ABA therapist? Applied behavior uh, analysis therapist, I believe is what it stands for. So basically what they do is they assist your child in... Typically people have ABA therapy at home. And what the therapist will come and do is they'll come into and your And where do you home. get this ABA therapist from? Um... There's different agencies that offer it. Um, CARD is one. Uh, Pediatric Minds is one. Uh, oh, let me think. But honestly... You if have you, to go to your regional center for that? You can go to the regional center, but the best thing to do for ABA, honestly, um, to get the best treatment and to have it on your terms um, is to go through your insurance, look up behavior um behavior like look for doctors under behavior health behavioral health i believe it is and then you can actually find a list of insurance um aba therapists that your insurance will cover and i just personally like to do it that way because i have met some really great therapists and um they're awesome um, my son has three and on the flip side there are some lazy ones oh heck yeah there are some that I'm just like, why are you even helping my child? This is like a babysitting service to you. You don't know what you're doing. And we've had that experience. So what are they supposed to be doing? They should be... The first time they meet your child, number one, let me just tell you, a red flag would be, and this is something another parent told me she experienced, is day one of ABA therapy, the person walked up to her child and hugged them. 
Big no-no. These are not typical kids, number one. And number two, these kids are very sensitive, very uncomfortable with new things and new people. So the first time that they meet your child, they should be at a distance. They should wave hi to your child, say their name, and announce who they are and why they're there. That is my has been my experience with every ABA therapist that I've had. Because their job is to first get him comfortable with them and then proceed with therapy. So once the child is comfortable, they do things like, um, my child has, um, I hate calling them tantrums. They're not tantrums. They're meltdowns. So the things that the ABA therapist would do is get him into a safe place. Like in our house, our safe place is a tent. (laughs) Yes, we have a tent in our house <laughs> it's a kid's tent but in, in the living room it's, it's more cr- like a teepee but it's little it is it's a okay teepee. it is a teepee but it's his safe place and i stuffed it on overload with stuffed animals so when he has and a blankets. meltdown and blankets so when he has a meltdown we put him in there and he's able to kick scream fight in a safe environment he used to have a bean bag but he beat that thing up so bad that he broke it so i said this is not a good idea for my child but a lot of kids do love um bean bags or even um enlarged um crash pads are great for them a crash pad a crash pad is kind of like what they use in gymnastics when they do flips and they fall oh, like a mat it's not a mat it's a big like styrofoam filled square kind of yeah, okay you can look them up, and they're expensive, which is why he doesn't have one. But he loves them. <laughs> okay. He he plays with it at OT. I will um, say that the, the, the TP is a good icebreaker for guests at the <laughs> at uh, the house. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah. We're <laughs> we have you have a tent in your house? Yes, our as you know, our child has autism, and that's his little area when he needs a break. So what's really cool is that with our ABA therapist is it's gotten to a place where she's been really good about putting him there that when he seems to sometimes feel overwhelmed he'll go get in there himself and he'll tell us I need a break which is pretty funny um (laughs) (laughs) but he'll do it sometimes and then other times he'll be so angry I don't want to go in my tent and he's kicking and screaming about going in the tent he'll grab onto it or wrap his legs around it because he doesn't want to go inside. See, he doesn't do that with me. He doesn't say, I mean, he'll kick and scream, but he doesn't say, I need to go in my tent. I need a break. I need to go in my tent. Maybe I need to be more forceful with that. No, maybe you have to allow him to be more independent. Mm. Um, you have to ask questions of him. Like, if you start seeing him, because he never just gets agitated and has a full-blown meltdown without a precursor yeah, to that behavior. Up. It builds up. So when you start seeing him get a little too jumpy, when you start seeing him being a little defiant, that's when you say, would you like to go in your tent? And you let him get, what we've been doing is, this is another thing ABA therapists are good at. They teach you how to catch your child's behaviors before they turn into meltdown or before they turn into a disaster where they're they're not controllable at that point. Um, another thing she helps him do is to use his words. So basically what, in a nutshell, your ABA therapist should do is take your child's not-so-great qualities <laughs> and help you figure out ways for that child to cope with those things. Um, another thing that my little guy does is he um, gets hangry. But he doesn't understand telling us I'm hungry all the time. When he first wakes up, oh, he's, I'm hungry. He'll tell us. But throughout the day, he's not good about it. He doesn't, he doesn't verbalize that he's hungry. So the way we've learned how to tell is he just gets hangry. 
So he has attitude. He sasses us. And for people that don't know, hangry is when you're angry when you're about angry being about, hung. Yes, being hungry about being hungry. And <laughs> let me tell you, he is. He gets defiant. He starts throwing things. He'll pinch me for no reason. That's new. Or he'll push or kick or just the look on his face. He just looks angry and he just gets frustrated. And then we'll ask him, is he hungry? And he says, no. And I'm looking at him and like, you're hungry. So what we've started doing. He needs a Snickers. Yeah, he's my Snickers baby. I've always called him that. <laughs> he's been like that for years. So what, I've, what we've started doing is when we start seeing the little hangry behaviors, meaning the defiance, the purposely saying no or aggression beginning, mm-hmm. we know he's hungry and we'll say, are you hungry? No. And I'll just say, instead of saying, um, are you, I'll first ask him, are you hungry? If he says no, but I know he is. I'll switch it and I'll say, would you like a cutie or would you like a banana? Would you like a snack? And Mm. then it becomes, oh, let's go look for a snack. Mm. And then he finds a snack and sometimes he has a meltdown about which snacks are appropriate because it's like nine o'clock in the morning and he's like, I want a cookie. No, you're not getting a cookie at nine o'clock. You can have pancakes. So then another thing is we give options when he gets upset. Instead of overwhelming your child, you should have two options maybe max three things they can choose from that are appropriate and then let them decide. So I'll say, okay, you can have pancakes. And why why is that to make them feel like they're, it's their choice? or was Well, was because the- it's easier when it's their choice. If you try to force something on them then and is- they don't want it, he will reject it sometimes because just because it's my choice. Sometimes what I do, because you, you saw me do it on, on Sunday, um, what I, I do the redirection thing where when when they're angry, you know, try to redirect their anger. And the way I do is I joke with them. So he was angry about, I can't remember specifically, but I started asking him a bunch of questions about silly things like, he oh, that's what he wanted. He wanted some juice and he couldn't have it right that moment because we were in the car. So oh, I asked I him, that. I asked him silly questions like, well, did you want a banana juice? Can I put a straw in a banana? And he was like, no, like that's silly. That does work. Okay. But not when he's hangry. Okay. So that would be a good thing to do when your child is just frustrated because they can't have what they want at that moment. Okay. Um, But when they're hungry, like something like when he's hungry, you would want to like lay out three options. Like you can tell him if he says, I want cookies. Okay. Cookies aren't good for breakfast. I would tell him like. You know, that's not a good idea. So what you can have is you can have pancakes, you can have a cutie, or you can have cereal. Okay. And then I let him decide what he wants. And most of the time, he's going to pick one of those. Um, most of the time. Those are his favorites, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, what we've noticed is if you catch him early enough, then you don't have to deal with the aggression. Yesterday, he got me when I was in the kitchen and I turned around and he he punched me in the kitchen in my back when I was doing dishes. And the therapist <laughs> just grabbed him. Okay. Because she knows I don't play that. Okay. Autism or not, we don't do that. It's boo-boo. Mm-mm. Mom does not tolerate the hitting. and the. I understand when he's frustrated. But what we started, what I started doing and also his ABA therapist doing is when he's upset, he needs to use his words. And if I'm turn, if I have my back to him, He'll do things like that. But if I'm facing him and he sees my face and he knows I'm upset, like one day he kicked his, th- he kicked all his therapists. He had an observer there and his therapist. So it was two of them and he kicked them both. 
And then he came up to me and I looked at him. And he tried to kick me. And then he put his foot down. He said, oh, my God, Mommy, I almost kicked you. <laughs> I said, yeah, because you know I'm crazy. So we got into a tangent about the ABA therapist, but we were talking about eloping. So you like to bring your ABA therapist everywhere. Everywhere. And a lot of people don't know you can do this. So when you have your sessions, your ABA therapist, they call it a community building. Community what? Building. So it's when you're out in the community and he gets practice interacting with his environment, basically. But it's a way for them to go wherever you So it's a way you for you go. to run errands. Yeah, basically. <laughs> okay. But it's good for the child, too, because it's real life. It's a real-life situation. So when you need to go to the grocery store and you have that child with you, you're supposed to be able to eventually get to a place where you can do it successfully. Mm-hmm. So my son is a little trickster. He gets on my nerves because what he'll do is he's learned how to perfect the task at hand. Then I think... He's got it. We can go to Target. Then we get to Target. And he can't find the dang on toy he wants. And I tell him, well, why don't we order something online? Does he still want a toy every time he goes to Target? Every single time we go to Target, he has to have a toy. So I told him he can have a little $2 toy. But this Target Mm. did not have his toy. They didn't have any of them. Mm. So I told him I would buy him a board game. He found one he liked, and I said, well, let's buy it on Amazon. It's cheaper. So he agreed. But he still was stuck on that little mini baby, tiny, like $1 toy that he likes to get. You know those little mashems? Sure. And the little keychain things? Sure. Okay, so those. He likes those. So he's throwing a fit, and I'm just like, I've had it under control, and I'm getting it done. And he doesn't like a basket now. That used to be our first thing. He had to go in the basket. So now he's gotten independent. Sorry. (laughs) Excuse me. I guess I'm tired. Mm. He's gotten independent to where he's been walking through the stores with my hand. And it's been working great. I didn't know that. He's walking with you? Oh, absolutely. Mm. And he understands stand next to me when it's time to get to the register. He understands stand next to mom. Stay Mm. near mom. So before we went in the store, I said, what are the two things you have to do? Stay next to mom. No running. So he knew. We did this the right way. I coached his little behind before we went in the store. (laughs) We get to the register. He starts acting a fool because he wants this toy. And I said, if you don't stop. So we settled on Starburst because he couldn't find his $2 toy. So I said, okay, I'll get you this instead and we'll get a toy later. Okay, mommy. Okay. We get to the register. Starts cutting up. Doesn't want to listen. Cutting up, cutting up, cutting up. I said, you know what? If you don't stop, then no Starburst. And then we won't go look for that toy later. Apparently, that was the wrong thing to say to him. (laughs) Because before I knew it, he took off running. Everybody is looking at me crazy because I'm at self-checkout and I had to leave all that crap there mid-checkout to go chase after him. Finally, I get to him. He's laughing and running and I snatched his little butt up, Mm -hmm. put him over my shoulder, brought him back to the register, stood him up, tell him, do not move. Do not run off. Stay here. Mm. And he stood there because he knew I was upset. Everybody behind me is looking at me like, what the hell is going on? Mm. So I just said, he has autism. And turned around. <laughs> so you tell, you I told me. the whole line. Because <laughs> it was just, it was crazy. If Honestly, if I would have saw something so like that. So did you feel, you felt judged? Oh, I was definitely judged. All these white people looking at me crazy. 
Well, it doesn't have to be because they're. But wanting. it just happened to be. Okay. So it was more like a it was more like a she doesn't know how to control her child type of look than a what the heck's going on kind of look. Mm. I mean, you know, I mean, come on, let's. Just, oh, I've seen the look. I've gotten the look. The, we know the look. So it just really hell. Happened. I've given the look before. That's so have I, I before him. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't understand. I'm like, you need to go get your, you need to control your child. This is ridiculous. But you know, understanding what's going on, you know, like now I'm more helpful when I see a child running in the store. Like I'll block the child. If the child comes towards me, I'll block the child and I say, look, mommy's looking for you. Mm. And usually that gets their attention long enough for their parents to get them. Mm. And I get it. And parents are like, thank you so much. I don't pick up other people's kids. I just because I don't want nobody touching my child. Oh, speaking of somebody did that to me like years ago. He was in a basket and having a meltdown. And I put him in the basket so he would have a safe place to have a meltdown. This lady, I'm trying to deal with pharmacy because this is when we were getting prescriptions. Wait, some lady that we you don't know yes, picked, picked up, up our, our son, son out of a basket? And I had a fit. You wouldn't... That, why would you do that? Would make, what, why would make you think that... She thought she was helping. What would make you think you could touch my, my child? Because I knew her from the bank. So I guess she felt like just because... Let's, let's back up. So she knew you from your job. Right. So just because you know me from my job doesn't mean you know me enough to pick up my kid. My kid doesn't know you. And we were just talking. And then she stepped off because she was waiting so somebody for the you, So you, somebody you, you barely knew from your exactly. job... Picked up our son. Okay. And I said, can I have my child, please? He has autism. This is when we had just found out. He was baby three. I said, he has autism. He's having a meltdown. He Lord. needs to do that Okay, safely. well, that's a, a little bit better than what I thought. Like, I thought a total stranger was oh, like, heck no. let me help you. Oh, no. Like, oh, no. would you? No, because I would have been calling security. Yeah, oh, really? Cause, yeah. Cause, trust me, I, I used to work security at Target. They ain't going to do nothing. <laughs> oh, if they think it's a child abduction, they will. Wife. I you. Wife. No. <laughs> yes. Wife. No. <laughs> Look. Anyway. All I know is by the time I would have been done, Target would have been paying. Anyway, so... But anyways... On the subject of eloping, yes. uh, my my fears on it are a lot less... Uh, I don't... I don't f- I'm not as uh, uh, afraid of it, be- one, because I'm not with him as much as you are, and two, um, because I, I take the the opposite approach where whenever we're walking somewhere he must hold my hand and he has gotten to the point now that when he knows he's walking with me he grabs my hand even when i forget he's like daddy hand (laughs) i'm like oh oh no he's good about that i'm saying what we're talking about is different yes when he's having a meltdown see but the thing is i haven't taken him to a store no you haven't in a while no i've taken what about that day he threw a fit in the basket the whole time yeah he threw a fit but he didn't run away i don't because he was in the basket yeah i can handle him um having a meltdown as long as he's not running off because uh-huh. the I, I had my experience was we went to Target so maybe Target maybe we need to stop going to Target maybe we need to go to Kmart. <laughs> no, Kmart's are closed now. Oh, really? But maybe okay. we need to start going to smaller grocery stores. Maybe that's <laughs> too overwhelming for. Uh, me. yeah. Uh, so uh, we went to Target and I think it was about he wanted a snack or something that I wasn't about to get him, and he was ah 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 ah, ah and, and, <laughs> and so. 
I thought he was going to tire himself out, and he really did. Oh, no, they don't. He was in the basket the whole time. (laughs) 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 Oh, yeah. And I'm I'm like, I was cool at first. I was like, all right, fine, then scream your little heart out. I don't care. Oh my Cause God. when we're when we're at home, I, I'm like I don't care if you yell. Go ahead, you let me know when you you let me know when you're ready to listen, and we'll talk and we'll about talk it. about it. So I tried that tactic <laughs> in Target, nope. and he was not ready to talk about it for a while. So <laughs> I'm literally pushing him in the cart while he's screaming his head off, and people are looking at like at me, and I was <laughs> like, and my confidence began to wane, and I was like, hey 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 hey, quiet. Quiet. <laughs> you need to quiet down. <laughs> I know that didn't work. People are looking at us. I don't need. Uh, I don't need the cops to be like. Uh, do we have a problem do we here? Have an issue with this kid? <laughs> do you know this man? <laughs> right. <laughs> Little kid. Do you know this man? <laughs> that, that's, that's what I started to get afraid of. I was like, hey, hey, hey. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's nothing. You haven't been in Target when he decides to say his random things. Like what? Like mom. Why do you beat me every day at seven? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Why would you even say that? What is wrong with you? And I'm sitting here freaked out, and this woman's like, this poor kid's getting abused. <laughs> and I'm like, child, that is not funny. <laughs> and he says, okay, mommy, you don't beat me every day at seven. <laughs> really? You don't say. Oh, sometimes, oh yeah, you know, sometimes we, we beat him at eight, you know. <laughs> right. Right, that's how that's how he is. They just he's manipulative though. Yeah, he's probably doing he, that on he purpose. He knows what he's doing because, and I don't know he, he why does, he, gets, he doesn't get a rise out of you. And I've noticed because he because get a rise you're out of me on purpose. Yes, because you get a little bit more upset, emotional, emotionally upset than I do. He does things that on gets un, on purpose that gets under your skin. Yeah, I know. Now, I don't know how much of that is the autism and how much of that is just him messing with you. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, I don't. Some of, honestly, he, some of the things I've heard him say to you, he, he's never said to me. <laughs> outlandish things that he says. But he says things to the to the therapist, too. Because they said that because they already know him, they knew that the things he was saying were, weren't true. Because mm-hmm. he says inappropriate things all the time. Like, one day he said, um, because we had the don't touch my butt conversation you know like the private don't part touch it we taught we taught him when his private parts, parts were and who's allowed and, to touch it and so he's and in, if someone touches it to right we, because once again my wife has a fear of him could being be sexually assaulted. One, it could be it could happen they prey on children like that they yes, think can't tell she's in constant she's in constant fear as are many parents of them being kidnapped or and or molested or taken advantage of because they don't understand social situations and it's important that you teach your children what is right and wrong touching uh but at the same time please know the the chances of that are relatively low but you should still keep you need to teach them what they are. You need to teach and them what they are. And don't call them kitty names. And he you, understands that he has a butt well, listen, listen. and a penis. No, because if you call it your fluffy, and then a man says... But listen. No, you call it your fluffy. Listen. And then a man says... Listen. You gonna, you gonna your, listen? Your vagina, and your kid doesn't know listen. what a vagina is, there's a problem. You, you gonna listen? Yeah, I'm listening. Anybody has the right to, to parent their kid how they choose to. Yeah, okay. I am of the mind that you should tell your children... 
what exactly what it is. It's not a dirty word. You don't word. have to. It's, penis is not a dirty word. Vagina is not, not a dirty a word. word. It's uncomfortable for us to talk to our children about that. But it's not uncomfortable for them if they're just calling it what it is. If it is, it. it is what it is. And then I'm of the mind that if you tell them what it is, then they'll, for, first of all, it's a, uh, okay. an anatomy okay. lesson anyway. Right. <laughs> and they'll know what it is. And then and if some, second of all, if something happens, they can tell you. And they can tell, and more importantly, they can tell someone else what right. it is uh that happened and why and where it happened and what was touched. because if you have a person like a nickname for something and they try to tell a teacher someone touched that some it, it might lead to miscommunication but yes it can also backfire because when your son yeah, is, is that's what i was gonna t- the story i was gonna tell oh go ahead no, <laughs> no, go ahead. no you go ahead it happened to you <laughs> no no go ahead Sometimes it can backfire because then he can be at random places talking about his penis. Right. (laughs) And sometimes he'll describe what's going on. My penis hurts. Yes. Okay, what you want me to do about that? (laughs) Like, I don't, okay, thank you. Or he'll touch it and I say, no, you can't touch your penis. And he says, why? Only I can touch it. (laughs) That's right. Only you can touch it in private. (laughs) Yes. Do not touch it while we're in the store. Yes, there's that. So, or he'll describe what's going on with his penis at length sometimes. But yes, I'd rather reason, I'd rather have that than than him not not being able to tell me that someone tried to touch it. And I remember we did the practice one day where I pretended like I was going to touch him, and he said, "No, that's my penis." So you guys had an exercise. Oh, where, we sure did. Okay. And then I remember I was giving him a shower. So even though he's five, I still have to soap his whole body because he won't still won't do it. So the agreement that we have is that mom will do everything except your butt and your penis. You have to wash it. So one day, I guess I was just trying to get in a rush and I just swiped his whole back mm-hmm. and his butt was included. And he said, oh, oh, I said, what? You're not allowed to touch my butt. <laughs> and and I said, you're right. I apologize. I should not touch your butt. I apologize. Here, you wash your butt. And it took me aback and I was offended because I know I'm not trying to, you know, touch mm-hmm. him. But I was kind of proud because I was like, oh, he really does understand. Mm-hmm. And he, if he'll tell me that his mom, then he's going to definitely tell a stranger that. Yeah, well, hopefully anyway. Um, I hear someone waking up. All right, well, if he's waking up, then that's probably going to be the end of this episode. Um, I, we, didn't get, we didn't get as deep into eloping as I would have liked to have gotten in terms of some of the things that you can do to try to prevent it. Uh, but this was a, a good talk. Um, my wife has left the room to attend to our child now, so I guess I'll be ending the episode by myself. Um, hopefully I can convince her or trick her into another episode uh, next week. We're, uh, we'll see what happens uh, next week. We're still getting our bearings in terms of how to present the show. And, and, and hopefully if you stick with us, we'll get better as we go along. But um, also if you have any questions um, regarding autism or, or anything in general, you can reach us at survivethespectrum at gmail.com. Yes, we have an email now. So um, hopefully we'll bring you a new episode next week. Uh, So uh, we'll talk to you later, I guess. You want to say bye? Um, Bye. Bye.
in the store shopping.